it took me eight seasons and 37 episodes before I found the first marketing person to feature on the show. Being a branding person myself, I finally got the perfect marketer on today's show. He's won a lot of accolades and awards, has spoken in diverse industries like consumer goods, real estate and hospitality sectors, has nearly 50,000 followers on LinkedIn and has even been a part of the elite club of Creators Day organized by LinkedIn. He's none other than Dhruv Talwar, the General Manager of Corporate Affairs of the Godrej Group. A very warm welcome to the show, Dhruv. Kaushik, thank you so much for having me and for being so generous with your words in the introduction. It's a pleasure to be here. So let's start by going back to when you were growing up and how do you feel that your background has actually gone on to shape the Dhruv that we all know today? Kaushik, I grew up in an armed forces background. My father was in the army, so was my grandfather. And as a result of that, we moved around a fair bit while growing up. Every two years, I was changing schools, I was making new friends. In fact, I joke around with some of my colleagues and friends right now that when people talk about their childhood friends and Bachpan KR, I, I really can't pinpoint to anyone and say that, oh, that's that person for me. <laughs> but I've made a lot of friends and got a lot of new experiences and traveled all over the country, spent some time in Africa because my father was deputed with the UN. And initially, as a kid, there was a little irritation sometimes. There was a little anxiety sometimes thinking, oh God, it's time to change school again. It's time to make new friends again. But as I grew up, I realized that I was fairly privileged because no matter where I went, the life that I was leading as a kid at that point was more privileged than the life that other kids in general were leading in those areas. And even when I was in Africa, Kaushik, I was in Zambia and Lusaka. When you talk to people, it's people ask me, oh, how is it like living in Africa? There's a certain perception people have on life over there. So when I think about it, the life that I was leading, when I saw a lot of poverty around, I saw people dying from certain diseases around. It was not very uncommon to hear about that. Is what leads me to believe that even then I was leading a fairly privileged life. And it was this realization that instilled a sense of gratitude, I'd say optimism, a fair bit of simplicity, which are core to who I am today as a person or so I'd like to believe. Your stint with Godrej, the usual perception is that people don't stick around too long with a single company. You spent nearly a whole decade with the Godrej group, right from when you started convincing people to make their, as you said, the most expensive and emotional purchase through the Young Leaders Program, which is also quite a great feat. What actually convinced you to continue with the Godrej Group for over a decade? It's been a very interesting and humbling experience being part of the Godrej Group. The association started when I was doing an internship with them, Kaushik. Mm -hmm. And uh, this was an internship that I was doing during my MBA days, which later resulted in a job with the group. But there was a very small incident during the internship that left an indelible impact on me. I did the internship and I received an offer from the group to join them permanently. But it wasn't a typical offer letter that came my way. When they sent the offer, it was of course with an offer letter, but it came with certain things and goodies and elements that they'd noticed and observed about me during that period of internship. Wow. So I got a book 
from an author that I really like and I really follow. They shared that. I play the flute, Kaushik. Mm-hmm. They shared a book with notes to play the popular songs on flute. Wow. And uh, they did that. Then a whole bunch of these things, this love for smaller things and making people feel special is something that stayed constant with the group and my journey in the group all this while. But it all started with that and made me realize that this is a special place to be in. And that's how it all began. But I would say the credit for this goes to both the organization and in some way, even to employees like me who spend this kind of time over here. The organization, because they have a very good in people's philosophy, which is rested on three pillars. Mm-hmm. First pillar is your canvas. Where they say that we will encourage you to do roles that you want to do in businesses you want to do if you want to develop as a professional and as a person. And in my experience in Goodrich Property, Goodrich Consumer Products, now Goodrich Industries, and through different functions like sales, marketing, brand strategy, CEO's office, corporate affairs, I think I've truly had the opportunity to build my canvas over here. The second tenant of this philosophy is tough love. They say that we'll have honest conversations with you. We'll give you feedback and we will also reward you with good roles and opportunities should you deserve it. Mm -hmm. The third aspect of this is whole self, where they encourage you to lead a good work-life balance, where they encourage you to be more than someone who's just their work profile or their CV. And, uh, you know, the fact that we're having this conversation right now, Kaushik, and you've spoken about things I've done other than my core work as well, is something that I've built over the past few years, is also a credit to this philosophy of the group that allows me to do some of these things that I like to do when it comes to writing, when it comes to speaking, etc. So I think these were the three things that uh, were very important. And when it comes to my own attitude towards you know the work that I do over here I feel inspired to come to work and to put my best foot forward every day I feel it when I wake up on that Monday morning I feel it when I'm going home on Friday evening I like to be out of my comfort zone so you know if there are new opportunities that are coming my way I like to embrace them and I like to keep learning because you know I think that with the way things are evolving that's a good mindset to have And I get to do that over here. So yes, credit to the environment, credit to the company, credit to the people who make it happen. Superb. I'm sure you'll be receiving a lot of fees and applications very soon in (laughs) Kodrej. So in your stint as the GM for the brand strategy, Kodrej rose to the number one position in the highly crowded Indian real estate space. I believe you received 14 global awards as well. So what were some of the mantras and tips that you actually used to accomplish such a huge feat? Kaushik, in all honesty, would give credit to a lot of people for that achievement of British properties reaching the number one spot in the country in real estate sales. So when I established the brand strategy vertical, one of the first assignments that I had was to answer three questions for the long-term plan of the brand. One, we wanted to work on our purpose. What is it that we're in this business for? We wanted to solve for what our unique positioning would be. And we wanted to understand that with the positioning that we get, what are the segments that we want to target? 
This led to an assignment where we tried to answer these questions, which would solve for some of the things we were trying to do in our business and give us more direction. And you know, we realized that you know buying a house should be a very happy occasion for people. Unfortunately, in India, you know, you read about a lot of stories, and it's not uncommon to you know for uh, some relative or some friend who's gone through a bad experience in home buying. Likewise. you know people move from smaller cities to bigger cities in search of a better life but everyday living in metros can be quite stressful true so through some research and inputs like these we realized that you know we want to create spaces that enable everyday joy as a brand mm-hmm. we wanted to do it one community one family one home at a time and take it step by step but we wanted to create everyday joy those little things that we do in our houses and the way we treat our customers that would make a difference and uh, you know to live this purpose we started working on some tangible pillars like how can we standardize designs for homes what would the living experience be like in our homes you know the home buying journey is great but once you got the home you got to live in it for the next 20 years how is that experience our job should not just end with the whole experience of you signing on the dotted line what happens beyond that can we do something over there and the product quality be something that sustains that time period that i'm talking about right so we started working on all these things putting customer at the forefront of it and focusing on these little moments of everyday joy and that's something that i think as a company and personally something that i'm very proud of fantastic so i was an avid investor into properties myself so i completely understand i've had my share of trouble as well but one thing i've never come across is a customer loyalty program in the real estate space and i believe that you had started the ambassadors club in gudres properties how does it work and what really you know led you to coming out with such an interesting program koshik it all started with this thought that you don't want to treat people inquiring about your project like a lead or a number in the system you want to treat them as humans with aspirations desires willingness doubts uncertainties etc but all with a aim to lead a better lifestyle so we double down on our efforts to take care of our existing customers and prospective customers they may not want to buy a house today with us they may not be in a position to you know finance some dream project that they have but the fact that they have had a good experience with goodish properties tomorrow they are in a position to buy a house in a certain budget or we have a product that suits their budget should we be in their consideration set the answer should be yes and it all started with that you know brand spend so much time and effort and resources in acquiring customers but once you acquire those customers what are you really doing about it and it again boils down to that fact that you know at the end of the day real estate is probably the most expensive product that you're going to purchase in your life of course there were the usual suspects like rewarding them monetarily if they were to refer people to uh, buy homes with the brand but uh, the whole thing again came down to the experience you know mm-hmm. if there was a theater show in the city or if there was a musical or there was a sports event there was an art event we were inviting our customers to enjoy some of these could we build a community among them that make them feel that uh, this is a brand that cares for our lifestyle 
and their association with us doesn't just stop at the sales but continues even after that i believe you've also attended one of the most elite programs that is there in the leadership space known as alt mba i seth got in 2017 so how was that experience right i think it was the most incredible learning experience of my life worship it was a six week programs and uh, you know the whole idea of doing this program and applying for it started when my manager told me that i was getting promoted mm-hmm. i was of very happy but i genuinely felt that i needed to step up to really deserve to be you know in that position where I, you know i was able to fulfill my responsibilities and not just get a fancier title right mm-hmm. so uh, it all started with that and you know this was a program where i was with peers who wanted to step up uh, in the same way that i wanted to step up right and for once in my life i was learning without the pressure of getting something as an outcome true i was giving my you know all to this program without any expectation that i'm going to get some great marks i'm going to get a job out of this or anything like that because all through our lives you know education in some way was always connected with some reward you do well in your 12th exam you get uh, admission in a good university you do all right in your mba and crack some interview you will get a good job where does learning really come into all of this what the question that i had and that is why i derive so, so much pleasure from this program because i learned a lot and uh, there are some key takeaways from this program that have stayed with me uh, through all these years and uh, some of them were promises that i made to myself first one was i will do the hard part first mm-hmm. second was i will embrace emotional labor mm-hmm. the third was that i'll adopt a posture of generosity giving without the hope of getting the fourth which i think i've not been very successful at but i try is that i will dance with fear <laughs> and the fifth learning was that i will continue creating a, and then i will teach someone else to do that as well takeaways are huge actually this comes back to your point right where you wanted to always grow keep on going and learning so, but interestingly i did my mba from mda gurgaon in 2003 to 5 and it costed about 4 and a half lakhs for 2 years <laughs> and the alt mba course i think is worth 3 and a half lakhs in today's day for six week course right So what are your thoughts on you think that you could probably have just done this instead of probably doing the MBA or is other two experiences completely different I think the experiences are uh, different uh, when i did it the cost was lesser one but uh, that apart ashik i think the experience in itself was really good i don't think uh, you know the learning that i had during uh, MBA days at SIBM were very different from the learning i had here and again credit to the group they gave me some time off to immerse myself fully and to bring my whole self to this program so i was able to concentrate on it entirely and my work was taken care of in this time and uh, they also helped me uh, partially sponsoring this program fantastic so i think uh, that really helped because i don't deny that uh, looking at the fee structure etc you do wonder if you know if it's really worth it interesting so what are the three most important traits that you look for in your team you know either be during the hiring or during the execution itself the first one i look at koshik is that would they be the same with the ceo and the janitor it helps me understand if they treat people with respect or if they're putting up 
a fake show like that's very important that you are true to who you are and you treat everyone equally so service before servility and humility before entitlement it's something that i look at you know very closely in people beautiful mm-hmm. second is are they in touch with the reality on ground and uh, you know this was something that prakash ayer who's a motivational speaker and a former corporate ceo wrote about recently and he worded it beautifully this is a thought that i had but i think he just gave it so much structure this is something he calls the 2448 rule right he says that people who work in the 24 degree celsius environment that is the head office in air conditioned offices should always have a sense of what the people working in the 48 degree environment outside on ground are uh, doing and you know how things are on ground and what are the realities of the business and not uh, you know things that you may just be seeing on fancy ppts and i think it's, it's such a beautiful thought but it's so important that you're connected to what's happening on ground so if you're in the business of making homes what does it really take to make uh, you know for that person the worker outside to be you know making those homes brick by brick come rain come scorching heat etc so i think that becomes very important and the third state that i look at are they inspired so there's a saying that should hire people inspired to achieve something big mm-hmm. or people who demand something big before they feel inspired so now that you're a part of the linkedin creators program as well how does it feel to know that you now are in a position that you can actually influence the impressionable young leaders perhaps of tomorrow uh it it feels there's a sense of responsibility caution but i try to stay true to who i am and the kind of content i try to write and uh, without any external pressure without any internal pressure to to deliver i try to be consistent in how i write my content and when i deliver it and when i say consistent it's you know not you know having a cycle where you are forcing yourself to put out content multiple times in a day or every day but you are keeping a cycle where people know that okay this is his frequency this is what we can expect and you are also comfortable with that and the cycle works for you i also try to connect with my readers through simplicity that's the feedback that i've often got that your writing is simple it's easy to understand and we're able to relate to it and i think that is something i try to keep as a common thread between all the topics that i cover in my posts and i think my core remains the same when it comes to my writing i like brands i like people and i like the intersection of people and brands and at the end of the day if some of my writing can add value to working professionals or students or entrepreneurs in any way i try to put my thoughts down i genuinely love your posts because i have seen that you usually talk about you know your actual anecdotes that you've probably experienced and i think that's the thing that resonates the most with all the readers right I'm an ardent follower of Gary V and he's got a very interesting concept. He says that social media isn't really tearing people further apart which people probably consider. It's actually depends completely on how you use it. For example, you could use it constructively, but people who want to use it as an excuse to grow distant, it would happen anyway. 
So what are your thoughts? I agree with this point. And again, I'll, I'll use the example of Seth Gordon and how he uses social media and, you know, tied back with what Gary Vee said. So, you know, Seth Gordon is very clear that he will be on Instagram because there are people on Instagram who connect to his content. He doesn't follow anyone on Instagram. It is his mode of putting out content. He doesn't reply to comments on Instagram. He doesn't read comments, right, on any social media platform because he feels that, yes, there are positive comments, there are trolls, there are some negative comments. There are some people who may not really understand the content in its entirety and then comment on something. But at the same time, that's not his way of saying that I'm inaccessible. So he gives an email ID and he says that I will not be commenting. I may not be reading your comments here. I'm going to put out content over here because that is where you are. And I think I owe this content to you. If you want to reach out to me, why don't you write on this email ID? And it's interesting how my wife in some way tested this out, Kaushik. Mm-hmm. For the first wedding anniversary and knowing how big a Seth Gordon fan I was, <laughs> she wrote an email to Seth Gordon asking if he could record a nice message for me. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know about it, of course. I learned about it only when I saw the output of this <laughs> because he replied. And he actually asked her, would you like an email or would you like a video message? Wow. (laughs) And then my wife got him to record a message for us and he shared it. And, uh, you know, he had written somewhere that I read every email. I may not respond to your comments on social media, but I read every email. Couldn't have had a more solid proof than this. But that's, that's the point that Gary V made. That, uh, you know, you use social media the way you want to. Exactly. Right? And I think it's true. You can use it to create a difference, to make a change. But you can also get affected by it in a way that the weight of it pulls you down. So use it wisely. The way it works for you. Thanks so much, Dhruv, for having taken the time out to join me on the Brain Box. Wishing you the very best for the LinkedIn Influencer Program. And I'm sure... Keeping in mind the kind of conversations, you will be one of the first few Indians to reach the benchmark of a million followers very soon on LinkedIn. Kaushik, thank you so much. You've been very kind with your comments and also with your thoughts and questions during this session. Wish you all the best as well. And thank you so much for having me on the Brain Box.